2: at slash R-A-D-I-O. Hard work and dreams
3: lead to success, but easily filing your taxes with TurboTax and Credit Karma doesn't hurt either. Make filing taxes a walk in the park, because we'll pre-fill your info for you so you can file quickly and confidently. Winner! Get the peace of mind that comes with expert help. Let's go! Being powered by TurboTax means you're backed by the leading tax preparer, and we'll show you all your filing options up front so there are no surprises. File your taxes on Intuit Credit Karma today. Expert help not available with all products. Guarantee details available at turbotaxcom guarantees.
4: It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM, ESPN. Jim, can, can you hear me It's been three whole weeks since that I have a This 7 feet
5: Slamming, welcome, welcome,
6: welcome to the Gianotto and Jeffrey Show. Coming to you live from Memphis, Tennessee. My name is Jeffrey Wright. You can follow me on Twitter on X at jwright929ESPN. Over the main studio, the commercial appeals lead sports columnist, the lead sports columnist of the number one sports section in the state of Tennessee. Top three sports columnists in the state of Tennessee? Barely. Tied for eighth best sports columnist in the United States of America on Twitter on X at MGNATO. Mark, good day, sir. Good day to you. A little more treacherous today than past few days driving out there, but I hope everyone's safe and warm and dealing with this the best they can. Day four of this. Have, do we have a name for this storm yet? You know, like, yeah, I know there's like the. What's the famous ice storm here, 94, yeah, it's 93? it's it's like the ice storm in 94. 94. Um, like, I don't feel like we've gotten, this is not like the, we don't call this the storm of 2024. Like, it's not that bad, right? No, because like, I don't even think, like, back in 2021 when it was, we had that big winter storm. I don't even think, like, name that. I feel like we're only good on naming. Because n- the weather channel, I've noticed, has taken to naming winter storms like hurricanes now. Like it's like winter storm Charlie's coming through the Midwest. And but it's like, I, oh, I think that's the National we gotta... Weather Service that does that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right, so it's not the Weather Channel. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a Weather Channel gimmick. But I mean, I, I have no idea. Was this even like? Remember last time it was like a bomb cyclone or what was it? A polar vortex? Yeah, or this polar is the same vortex. Things? That's yeah. That's a, I remember that. I, was this one? In, what? What was this? I think it just you know, snowed. No, there's, <laughs> that, that just doesn't happen here. Yeah. Something had to have happened. Yeah, something happened. Quote. I'm blaming Canada. I don't even know if it's their fault, but I'm blaming Canada. Mm, interesting. I'm just—we got to get a little rougher with Canada. They, they've mm. been a little too smart for their own good recently. Have they? What yeah. Have they? It's just Trudeau has been very in his like I'm better than you, and it turns out like Nah, you're just a hypocrite, just like the rest of us. Well, I saw I saw the the UFC fighter who in between uh, just. Saying some awful things about the LGBTQ community, also made a sure cage fighter really. Also made sure to uh, made sure to point out he was questioning the questioner. Are you a Trudeau guy? Are you a Trudeau guy? Ah. I mean, the, you know, it just it was all it was S- Strickland. I think is his last name. Scott Strickland, I'm maybe no. something like that. Scott Strickland was the athletic director at Mississippi State. I'm not saying that that's no, no. Was, well, this is with the D at the end, like mm. yeah, uh, yeah. I Strickland with a D. No, but Strickland, the guy from Mississippi oh, State, oh, had Strick just Strickland. Okay, okay, it just okay, had yeah. the end. Whatever it was, he sounds like seems like an awful human being. The, the UFC guy, no way, uh, cage fighter. <laughs> but I always love it. I just love it. Like when turns out, like turns out, Gina Carano, cage fighter, might not have like the most left well, there's leaning views. Some nice cage fighters. I'm not too. saying that they're bad. I'm just saying, like, I love when everyone gets appalled that maybe those people don't exactly lean to the left. Well, it's not even just – this was, like, hateful. This wasn't just leaning to the – this wasn't just leaning right or whatever. I don't care if he leans right or left or backwards. But uh, nonetheless, it is uh, another interesting weather day in Memphis. And – but good news, Jeffrey, tonight, national spotlight for our two basketball teams. Is that good news? (laughs) Okay, because here would be my argument. The Tiger – Tigers-USF on regular ESPN at 6 o'clock. On the ESPN, do we really need, like, back-to-back national TV games where it's like, man, there's crowds in Memphis. And granted, one was a Grizzlies game, one was a Tiger game. No. but it's not our fault like we have to like can we can we get espn to yeah. put a disclaimer yeah. we had horrific weather yeah, yeah. the roads are terrible Correct. Roads like, are yeah. ter- like, yeah, it yeah. was unsafe yeah <laughs> like, like underneath big, the timeout yeah, yeah. three like, timeouts no, no. left roads were icy no up. i'm just fine like every time there's a s- ball stoppage just like in big red letters the roads were unsafe well this does feel like hopefully whoever's working at fedex forum is like okay everyone down on the lower level tonight. You know, like, you know. Oh, and, yeah, this should you know, be like a. No matter where your ticket is, come get cozy on the lower level. Right? I mean, I just said with Jason and John, this strikes me as, I remember my first year here when I was the Tiger basketball Don't even writer. open up the terrace. <laughs> well, they already said limited concessions. This I'm just can, saying don't open the going to be like a pandemic terrace. game where one concession Well, they're not over. sending the band or the spirit squad, right? Uh I've heard that. I haven't heard that officially, but I've heard that through the grapevine. Um, that would make sense. No, but there was a game, the 20, Tubby's first season, they played UConn. And second season, I looked it up. Was it the second season? Yep, I looked it up too. Uh, okay. I'm, it was 28 because that was kind of, that was, even though it was terrible weather, that was like the first moment where everyone was like, oh. Well, I remember, I remember they played Bryant that year and... I wanna say Calkins. Calkins was still at the commercial appeal and he did a column about attendance then, but you could at least shake it off I mean, shake it off with it was Bryant. Right. You know. But then yeah, the Yukon game it was like Instead of four, it was still going to be bad even if the weather was good. It was like going to be 4,000 people if the weather was nice. And it ended up being like 1,200, I want to say. So that may have been tickets scanned. They announced like 24. I looked it up this morning. I think tickets scanned, when I did the scan, it was like 1,200 people were at that game. And honestly, that would have probably hit the over (laughs) from the eye test. And it was bad weather then. I remember it was bad weather then. Um, So uh, I'm frankly expecting something similar tonight. Like unless I think so. To me like it's diehards, family members and if you live close to FedEx Forum. Yes, I think and I think maybe the emphasis on if you live close to FedEx Forum. Yeah. Um but it's, you know, they've won 10 straight. They're number 10 in the country. It's it'll be interesting to see what type of juice they have because South Florida is not good, but they've shown some perkiness lately. I think they've won 7 of 8. Little fight. They beat Florida State to start this off. Haven't really beaten anyone else of consequence since then, but they have won seven of eight, which is more than you can say for a lot of teams in this league. Sure. Um, so, new coach. The it's the um, the guy who was with with Kennesaw State last year. I know who you're talking about. I've already forgotten um, his name. Hold on, I'll look at. It. I looked it up earlier. Amir Abdurrahim. Okay. Um, but he he's from Atlanta. He. he Again, led Kennesaw. I believe Kennesaw State won an NCAA tournament game last year with him, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Oh,
2: so that's right.
6: I think that's how he got on the radar, so to speak, you know, he won a won a tournament game. Uh, oh, maybe it was just he just led them to their uh yes, he won he won a game in the tournament last year and um and uh it was the first NCAA tournament Kennesaw State ever made. Made it to, and he is responsible for getting Anthony Edwards to the University of Georgia. He was on Tom Crean's staff and is considered the guy who got him to, got Anthony beat? Edwards to Georgia. Um, Let's see. Were they in the play-in? Maybe, no, they were like a 13 seed, weren't they? Um, At Kennesaw State? Maybe I'm wrong that he won a, won a game. He definitely made it. He went on a... Yeah, maybe he just. Yeah, I think he just. I think he. Just, they nearly pulled off the first round upset. They lost by five. They were the 14 seed and lost by five to Xavier. Okay, that's what happened. Um, but nonetheless, considered a you know good young coach in the college ranks. Yeah, so he's 42 years old, and this is, um, you know, obviously a uh, a step up from Kennesaw State, but it's his first year and. I believe Memphis is, what, 11 and a half point favorite? It's gone down slightly. I'm, I'm seeing it at 10 right now. 10, which means yep. it's been bet down because I think it opened at 12, 12 and a half. Um, maybe they were listening to Penny's radio show. Penny didn't have a radio show this week. Uh, I thought you said though that, that was when he's like on the road game. Oh, post game. Was that was post, post game. game radio. Uh, yeah, that was post game Maybe radio. people caught on. Maybe. I also think, like, this feels like it's a spot where it could be another— I'm not saying nail-biter. The odds of them them hitting that many threes again are not great. But just it's a team that's playing. Sure. Like, whereas Wichita came in having lost, like, 5 of 6 or 6 of 7. It was a team not playing well. Mm -hmm. This is a team playing well, and you're not going to have the intimidating environment FedEx Forum usually is. Because for all the, like, talk of, oh, like, the crowds used to be better back in the day— Athletics Forum is still very clearly the best atmosphere in the AAC, and it's one of the better, one of the best atmospheres I think in college basketball right now. Yeah, I agree. You know, like I don't know if it's, it's a top twenty-five, it's a top twenty-five atmosphere. You know, and yeah. so and you're not going to have that tonight probably. Yeah. Uh, and so it'll be interesting to me to see what type of Memphis team comes, like what they look like in terms of energy, in terms of all that. Like, how does this all? How does this all play into their performance, the circumstances of the weather and the crowd and all that? No, I, I think it's a legitimate question. Can we watch them in league play put together back-to-back, like, impressive performances? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean— So far, we haven't seen it in league play. But if they—I mean, the good news is, is Quinterly is playing at a really high level right now. Jaquan Walton has turned it up a notch very clearly. Like, he looks more, much more like the player from Wichita State— um, and I would point out, I pointed this out on the show earlier, he missed 20 straight threes this year. Last year, he missed 18 straight threes and then got cooking the last month and a half of the season for Wichita. Uh, so there's precedent here that maybe, maybe Jaquan Walton is about to, like, go on a heater. No, I mean, it is unbelievable that the guy sits there, like, let's say he'll average, like, 35% from three over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. That is not tell the story. It's mm-hmm. like multiple games without a make, and then he goes six of eight, yeah. like three straight games. Yeah, no, I think we could be on the cusp, especially with Caleb Mills out. He's getting more of an sure. opportunity, like more chances. Like I could Mark, see- he's a rhythm guy. Yeah, he's a rhythm he just guy. Just some rhythm, need some reps, need some run, get him and, some runway. And then it's very clear, like while David Jones isn't, the last few games hasn't been as dynamic as he has been, as he was during that kind of whatever it was eight nine game stretch there, where it felt like he was putting up twenty every game, he's still like I mean, you saw in that game the other day, like he goes through these stretches where it's like he's unstoppable. I mean, he's still top ten in the country in scoring. You you have a guy who, when push comes to shove, you can just throw it to him and go get. To, he can go get to the foul line or go get a bucket pretty much anytime he wants. That's what it feels like at times with him. I mean, I I didn't look this morning, but as of yesterday, he was still tenth in the country in scoring average. Yeah. I mean, he had a bad game not, – not bad game, but he had a quiet game against Wichita and still had 19 because he had that five-minute stretch where yeah. he scored 15 points. Uh, so they've got – he does have – even, even in an off night, he can still have a microwave stretch. Yes. Um, and they've they have just – I mean, the reality is that you saw in that Wichita State game and it's it's going to be the case the rest of the week. they got more dudes than everyone and, like, a lot more dudes. You know, like, it's not even There's like – There's not a team in the league that looks like they do yeah even florida atlantic yeah. like florida atlantic they they got more dudes than florida atlantic too um so it'll be it'll you know i i will be uh watching closely though cuz this does feel like a tricky spot given the circumstances um but this is not a great i mean the south florida team is you know they beat florida state who's playing better lately um but that's really it they're their next best win is it Temple? No, uh, Northern Iowa was nine. They they have a top one hundred Ken Palm win over Northern Iowa and and Florida State. That's who they've beat. Oh, they the beat Tom. Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago. Who's like yeah one nineteen in the in the uh, yeah in the in the in Ken Palm. But like, look, did was Alabama State the team Memphis played close? Uh, no, that was Austin P. Yeah, because they only beat Alabama State by three. Whereas Memphis beat Alabama State by 17. That's their common yep. opponent. Uh, so it's a game where if Memphis plays well, they should win. They should beat the spread. The only you know, like and and frankly, I think they can play bad and still win the game. But you just don't want that. You know, you'd prefer, you'd obviously prefer otherwise. Well, I mean, that's what they've shown so far in conference plays. Even when they don't play well, they can still win. Yeah, Ken Palm's got this as a 12 point win for Memphis twelve uh, percent chance of South Florida winning on the road. So um obviously it would be troublesome if you were to lose this game. Now this is an old team. That's the one thing South Florida has that some of these other teams don't. This is this team, in terms of D one experience, pretty much the same as Memphis. Like it's a very it's a it's a a lot of dudes who have been places, so to speak. You know what I mean? They've seen a lot. Yeah, um, uh they yeah, so an experience, the Tigers are whatever, two point five four years, which is forty seventh nationally. Mm-hmm. USF's two point four three according to Ken Palm, so that's sixty six. So they're they're very similar in terms of experience. Yeah. And so uh should be a fun one. Chris Youngblood is their uh probably their best player. Um six four guard. Uh has to do a lot for him. <laughs> it takes uh takes more than uh him and Selton Miguel combined uh, take like almost fifty percent of their shots. Lo- elite shot takers. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so my favorite is they get to the free throw line. They're elite. They're elite free throw takers. Well, Not elite free throw makers, but they are elite. They get to the line. Well, because that's an underrated thing about. Like, everyone talks about like Memphis's offense is so great. Part of why they've been so great this year is they they've make free throws. <laughs> Not just make free throws. They take a lot of free mm-hmm. throws. Um, they. they, they David Jones is really get good at getting to the free throw line. Like they they take a lot. Penny has mentioned it quite a bit, actually. Like that is part of the philosophy this year is we want to, you know, we want to win at the free throw line. Like that is a point of emphasis in every game. Um, So uh, we'll we'll see what they come up with uh, tonight. Um, We've also got tonight, Jeffrey, um, Grizzlies Timberwolves. On TNT, second straight TNT game for the new look uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I am anxious to see how Gigi Jackson responds to all of this. Sure. What the last two, three days have been like where he became a national story a little bit because of the interaction after the game and, frankly, how well he played on national TV against the Warriors. Um, History suggests, given he's the youngest player in the league, he's probably due for a you know, come down, you know, like after two sh- back-to-back 20. 20- There's a reason why him, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James are, I think, the only players at his age to have back-to-back 20-point games in the- ever uh, It's because, you know. Well, I think Ross was looking it up. Uh, Ross Wooden does a great job with notes for the Grizzlies. He told me this one after the game, I think. I don't think he could confirm that Durant did it. Yeah, you're right. Durant did- And then it's, I-, I think the Durant one, it's Gigi hit five threes. Yeah. And I think Gigi and LeBron, I think LeBron and Kevin Durant are the only players to hit five threes at a younger age in a game than Gigi did. He wasn't, he wasn't confident in saying Durant didn't do it, but he couldn't confirm that he did. Gotcha. What Gigi Jackson did the first two, last two games, very rare in NBA history. Well, I mean, say I think that. there's also the aspect of this is, you know, road environment. And yeah, no, you're in Minnesota against a team that is rolling. Uh, Timberwolves now two games up, sixteen and two at home this year. Sixteen and two at home. It, we are literally watching the greatest Minnesota Timberwolves regular season ever. I think. Yeah, I don't. There remember. There was that, the, one, that one that year
5: one with year with Durant or Dur- Garn- Garnett where they Sorry. made. What's
6: well, the only year they've advanced in the playoffs was yeah. the year they went to the Western Conference Finals, and I want to say Garnett was the MVP. That I think you that still as of right now is the greatest Timberwolves season. And if I recall, that team was like a. I don't think that team was a top two seed. I'm gonna go look it up now. Um, because is that the last time they could get Marbury and Garnett together? No, I think Marbury was long gone by, gone by that. At that point. So they were fifty-eight and twenty-four. This is the O three O four season, which was good enough for uh, they were. Uh, let's see, they were first. They won their division. Where does it say where their seed was? So the O four playoffs is that we're saying? Yeah, O four playoffs. Fifty-eight wins might have been. I bet you the second in the West, because I think I want to say like the Lakers were still around then, right? Yes. Like, I mean, they're obviously around now. Those, yeah, I, I know. the Shaq Kobe I, I Lakers. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, no, you're right. They were the one. They were the ones They lost to the. They lost to the Lakers. But they, this team could That's challenge it. that team for greatest Timberwolves team ever. That team had Garnett, Sam Cassell, uh, Latrell Sprewell, um, Wally Zerbiak, Fred Hoiberg, Michael Olowokandi. <laughs> So, um, and that that team was remarkably healthy, too, just like this one. Their top three scorers all played at least 81 games that year. No, and I mean, the other other challenge that obviously the Timberwolves. And and Garnett was just a monster. Garnett's line that year, 24.2 points per game, 13.9 rebounds, five assists, two blocks, and a steal and a half a game. Hashtag filling up the stat sheet. Like that it is a monster season while shooting almost 50% from the field didn't shoot well from 3 25.6% from 3 yeah it was a different era yeah, a different we didn't era. we didn't want our bigs we didn't want our big stepping out like that i mean that yeah. was remember that was that was when dirk dirk got the reputation of being soft because he was a 7 footer sh- shot threes yeah and it's like if you went and you watched dirk you're like that guy's not soft like that guy will bang down down low do these but, do these timberwolves games i don't know if depressed is the right word it's not that far but like for someone like me who covered that series two years ago, and it felt like the Grizzlies—you just watch and you go, "Wow, well, the Grizzlies are just ahead of these guys." That's really the difference here—they're ahead of them. And now, very clearly, they're not ahead of them. Um, does it? Is it annoying? Is it? What, what's the feeling going into these Timberwolves games when you've a team that you thought you would pass by, even when, even if all these injuries hadn't hit in the last week or two? You could pretty definitively go, well, you know, it feels like the Timberwolves are ahead of us right now. I think you can dismiss it because the Timberwolves feel like this is the year. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Conley's gonna be a free agent, and one of the big one of the biggest like I feel like what has kind of unlocked them is they needed a pure point guard. Conley's provided that for them, and it'll it kind of stirs the whole drink. How many years are you gonna get with Gobert, like is, he the t- <laughs> is he the team? Then we actually, because like, is uh, this is te- what this is what Calkins was asking. Like, because is- of Conley, I see. I feel like I don't want to root for the Timberwolves for whatever reason. I don't want to really root for anyone in the West. I've yeah. I've realized that like, like I definitely don't want to root for OKC. They've become too trendy now already, o- Oklahoma City. Like I'm I've like I've, had, had a, I've already had enough of like those ringer guys. Like oh we yeah. told we told you they were going to be the breakout team this Shea, year. Shea, Shay, bro, yeah, Shay. Get back to when Shay wins a playoff yeah. series, please. Well, I don't think you it, you have to eliminate OKC for several reasons. Number one, like they're younger than you are. Yeah. So there's there's like that whole and they're set, young. Frankly, they're set up better asset wise than you. Moving forward, too. Also, like, I don't love the fan base in general. Mm-hmm. Not my favorite fan base. I've also just decided, like, I, unlike uh, SEC football fans, like, I don't view it as a good thing. Like, when your division or your, mm-hmm. like, your conference is, no, you've got to go beat those guys. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a big fan of it. The problem is, like, who am I pulling for in the East? It's not Boston. Like, I, I guess, like, and by now, like talking myself into Indiana, like they're going for it. They're making these moves. Uh, is it Cleveland? Good old J B. Uh, do you Bickerstaff. Do love J B. He's a nice guy. Do you yeah. love. Uh, he's always a nice guy. Although I, I don't like Donovan Mitchell very much because he either. leaks and so I- much stuff about how discon. Like, like now he's not happy in Cleveland. Like you know, like it's. Oh, sense- he's, he's- by the way, we didn't talk about this. Maverick Carter getting caught with a bookie. Oh yeah, the Lebron's guy. Yeah. They'll the had a clutch sports. Is he? No, I thought that's well, where, But they're all together. Maverick's like the... the He's the marketing guy. Yeah, but I they're mean, all they're right. all yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, they're part of the crew. The LeBron crew. Yeah. Like, how is that not a bigger story? Well, I, honestly, you know why it's not? Because the NBA doesn't want it to be a bigger story. Right, but like, like... Doesn't that imply, like, complicit media? Just like last night. I mean, like, you I know, mean, ultimately last night. Like, for instance... Last night, LeBron is, like, everyone thought it was, like, I thought it was pretty unprofessional of him. Like, watching his kid? Yeah, like, like. listen, if you want to go watch your kid play, don't do the interview. Don't, like, make the interview about you watching your kid on TV. That's, that's the problem. I had. It wasn't, it has, I, I don't think he's, I understand. If you want to go, your son yeah. went through this traumatic thing and you want to watch him play, skip the interview. No, or, I, do it, or do it during a commercial hey, break buddy, or halftime. I'm about, to, I'm about to turn this right on you. It's the same way I feel about J.J. McCarthy. I have no problem with him wanting to meditate. I don't like when he sits there and he does it right in front of the cameras. Like it's like he looks for someone to be filming him. Well, he right does in- it in the same place every game. He could do it in the same place every game. The locker room. If yeah, he wants to visualize something, no, 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 he wants to be visualized. I know. I know. That's the whole point. It's the same. It's the same thing with LeBron. I have no problem if you want to watch your son. Like I, that's by all means but it's the whole it just feels so contrived like look at me watch this it's yeah. the same thing with jj um so i i take it you're not rooting for the lakers then oh god no. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the same problem i can't really root for the clippers either i think for me I, harden I, is literally i have harden is one of my least favorite good basketball players to watch what about Always has what about been. boston no boston i can't do it no i think cleveland might be the team but I'm with you, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, no, I know it's tough. Philly, no Philly, no, no not He can't, can't do Philly. Heat, what about can't, the Heat? Yeah, uh, Heat culture. I, I don't. I did love them wearing the Heat culture uniforms in front of LeBron on that national TV game, like, because <laughs> we're better than you. Like, we our culture. I think it's Indiana, but like that, they're not like a real threat, right? Yeah, I'm with you, though. It's hard in the West to root for anyone. Like, I'm not, it's not the Mavs. Like, I'm sorry, I like Mike Conley, but I don't like him that much. Yeah, I, I, and it's, you know. Like, that is the ultimate. It would be, I guess, I would say this. If you told me, if you told me he was definitely going to win a title, I'd be okay with that. But, like, I don't want to, like, I don't think Minnesota's going to win a title. I think they're going to lose in a, in a tight playoff series in the second round or the Western Conference Finals. I think the way I would phrase it is, if you tell me he wins a title, that's great. That also means Rudy Gobert wins a title. Uh, and I, do I want to be along for that ride? Like that was the ultimate. When Draymond choked out Rudy, it's like could it not have been anyone else? Because that was just <laughs> ultimate heel versus heel. Like, uh, and Dr- do you, like, do you really find Cat that easy to root for? No, I don't. No, like I said, the I, two likable guys are Anthony co- Edwards and Conley. Covering that series, and Conley was not part of the team that year, two years ago when when I covered it. Like I found the coach Chris Finch to be not very likable, very cocky. No, I told you he reminded me of Jack McKinney,
0: um, or at least yeah. he
6: reminded me of HBO's portrayal you know, of Jack, of Jack, Jack McKinney. McKinney. I have yeah. no idea what Jack McKinney was like in real life, yeah. but he very much reminded me of HBO's portrayal of Jack yeah, McKinney, yeah, from Showtime. But like. Yeah, you're right. Edwards is likable. Cat, yeah, Cat is, like, not likable. Yeah, not likable. Um, like, I'm, he even has the sob story with his mom, and I'm still, like, I'm sorry you went through that. Well, and apparently, if you cover him, he is actually, like, very good to deal with in terms of, like, he understands he understands his responsibilities and treats it, like, he treats it professionally. Like, he's, he's pretty good to deal with. So, I know it's not going to be the Knicks, uh, although, I say this. I will say this. Knicks going far in the playoffs makes for entertaining television. Yeah, like the I'm Garden not, for I'm big games. But I'm not rooting for it. No, I know. You're right. Yeah, you're right. The Bucs, like, I'm not a Dame Lillard guy. Well, and they've won one already. Like, you know, like, it's like... Uh, but they, it also feels like Dame's chasing. I'm telling you, I think my team's Cleveland. I think I'm going with Cleveland. But can It feels I, harmless. It just I, feels harmless. I'm with you. The problem that I have, though, is... Can I really, as someone who likes basketball the way I do, can I really root for a team with that many bigs? Like, that goes against my style of play. That's true. Um, well, back to tonight. You got the Grizzlies. Um, my question is, how right. late do we watch? Well, yeah, it's a 9 o'clock tip. Start of a four-game road trip. I believe they're in Chicago, Toronto, and then Miami after this. Yeah, it's uh, the it's the uh, north of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Trip. Yeah. Well, it's like the cold trip, except and then it's they colder Miami, here. Yeah. Well, except it's been colder here well, by and large. Not now, but not today. But yeah, no. And when well, they were complaining, I can just tell you, I'm not going to say who in the locker room after the game the other day was complaining about the fact that Miami's the last day of the trip, and so they're not, they're not getting, they're not getting the, not getting the, the extra, the, the extra de- well, the, the extra, extra days tonight. Yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. not leaving till tomorrow. Yeah, no, the they too late. They, they, there was some, there was some. Uh, Audible no uh rumbles about the fact that they're not getting an extra day in Miami. May I? <laughs> you want to guess? uh uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh does he have the same initial three times? Uh-huh. I can neither confirm yeah, there, nor yeah. deny. Uh-huh. There's when I, you just when you presented it that way, I was like, I already know who that one was. <laughs> um but uh nonetheless, uh is there anything they can do here? Like let's say that let's say they go 4 0 on this trip. Okay. Fair. Let's say three and one. Okay. Three and Go one. On. All right. All right. Three and one. So they're going to lose to either Minnesota or Miami, and they beat the two. Like Chicago and Toronto are bad teams. They're road games, but yeah. they're bad teams. Uh, yeah. Um, now, Toronto did just beat you uh, at home a couple weeks ago. Is there any, like, there's no, like, right now they're five back of the 10 spot. There's, I mean, what do they have to do? Is there any scenario here? where they could win you know like can they win a bunch of games in your mind and get back and like change the conversation whatsoever is the conversation set in stone don't you feel like it's if they get to the all-star break and they've gained ground mm-hmm. then maybe you can entertain it and especially i think i think it's also relative to what else is going on around them houston has now it feels like houston's coming back down to what they were expected to be they've lost 3 in a row and they're now out. Like, if the playoffs started today, they are a game back of that 10 spot, Houston. Golden State is, feels like it's in a tailspin. Correct. And then Utah's still up there, but does that feel real? Well, I'll say this. They've won six in a row, Utah, and they're giving vibes of we're not going to sell at the deadline. Yeah. Um, I do so, like that coach. He does seem like he knows what he's doing. Will Hardy? A, a lot of people would tell you, like, the, the, the biggest— hurdle right now for Boston winning an NBA title is, they don't have him. is the fact that the Ime Odoka stuff happened right after Will Hardy yeah. got the Utah job, whereas if it had happened before, yeah. like if it had happened even three weeks earlier, if it had come out, Will Hardy would be the head coach of the Boston Celtics, not the Utah Jazz. The problem is I need to see the Grizzlies by the All-Star break pass at least – at least Golden State or Houston, like they need to, they need to get to where it's more than just Utah falling back. For tonight's purposes, you just want to see Gigi have another good game and Vince have another good game, right? Yeah, I, tonight's one of those nights that I kind of put it in a separate category. Like I think those guys can play well, and it's not going to matter. Just I, I do think it's how gonna, do they match up inside? Like, well, that's going to be the problem. This is a horrible. Now, this is now especially. Like frankly, even when they were full strength two years ago, Minnesota felt like a bad matchup for them. Yeah, like they won the series, but it, like remember that was like pulling teeth. It felt well. Remember like a we time. talked about it. they won the series, but I didn't... Minnesota led for more. Remember, than... I had the spreadsheet going. Like they led for like seventy something percent of the series, and now with no Biombo anymore, like this is literally the biggest team in the league with Gobert and Cat and Nas Reed. Like you have th- you have arguably three bigs. That are better than any big you're gonna throw out there except for Jaron. Yeah. And you could make the argument. And Jaron's a very different pick. Yes. It, well, you can make the argument. You can make the argument this season, Cat and and Gobert have been better bigs than Jaron. Yeah. No. Overall, I, I, like, I, and that's not a hot term, take. Like and that's not even like that. Like they're both all star caliber players, that's just also like Jaron. That's not pointing the finger at Jaron either. It's, they've been playing extremely well together yeah. this year. And so what we saw against Golden State is Golden State was not a big team, and so the, the Grizzlies were able to kind of paper over it, so to speak. And well, and tonight, they just didn't get killed inside. Yeah, and so tonight could be interesting. Well, Scott, Will we get our first Scotty Pippen Jr. appearance? I saw he made the is trip. He, he is with the yeah, team. Yeah, they, they showed a picture of him getting on the plane. I'm going to say no. Wow, but it's like they don't have any guards. Rose but they, is still out. But has he had any playgroup time? Wait, oh, that's right. Derek doesn't get his uh, homecoming. Well, he was only in Minnesota, what, a couple yeah, years Yeah, but he's going home, baby. Yeah, could have gotten a video, maybe. Listen, he was at Minnesota as much as he was at Memphis. <laughs> yeah. No, like it might have been longer. I think Scottie Pippen might play tonight. I mean, because you're only guards right now. Like, I mean, they started Zaire Williams at point guard the other night. Yeah, no, that was not good. They had Zaire. I mean, Luke Kennard was basically was the point guard Luke the, was the other night. The point. But, you know, that's what you've got Luke. Zaire. Luke also did the move. And Gilliard, who can handle the ball. Did you ever play like, did you ever play like intramurals in college against like in the A group where you had the guys that all played high school basketball at the highest level and you're on the floor with them? I'd start the offense about half court. Just because I didn't want like they they got up in my kitchen. It's like I I cannot go left. Do the whole back down. Yeah, thing. You, yeah. know, you start start posting up like well, halfway it's between a, it's the like half a court point, line. As a point guard, I'm like I'm pointing to my am pointing to my buddy like look up now. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> like like you're running a fast break, but really you're just trying to get the ball out of your hands as fast as possible. All right. So when 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 we come back when when we're back on air tomorrow, one and one one and one is it going to be like a fun one you know like is, is are we gonna have it's gonna be like the Wichita game or is it gonna be more like the uh the the Tulsa game so I think it's gonna be in the middle but it I don't know what was the home game or the SMU game I guess was the close home game but SMU is a better team than South Florida yeah I think it's gonna be somewhere in the middle but it's gonna be closer to the uncomfortable than it is the man this second half is just a blast cuz like Sunday second half of Sunday. Yes. If you're sitting there and watching as a fan at home, you're like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think they win and I think I think they win and it'll be close to the number, but as you point out, like it won't get that way till the last 5 minutes or something like that. It just feels like another night where they're going to play a lot of guys. I mean, I think the real question is is Jordan Brown? Yeah, is he on the bench? I don't know if he's suiting up, but is he is he there? I'm not sure. Um, do you think there's a checklist of things he has to do? I think he's got to get the players' support first of all. Um, right, that's what I'm saying. But like, yeah. I, I don't know. I I would be surprised if he's there tonight. But as we said yesterday, I, I and I said it with Jason and John earlier. Like, I, I my my gut tells me that at some point here in the near future, he's going to be back with the team. Yeah. No, I mean, I I'm in full agreement with you. Yeah. All right, when we come back, let's talk to Eric Hasseltine. He is uh, in Minnesota getting ready to call tonight's Grizzlies-Timberwolves game. 9 o'clock tip right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. He's going to join us next to get you ready for the game and talk all things Grizzlies. You're listening to Giannotto and Jeffrey.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings from 5 a.m. till 9 a.m. Unfiltered, unapologetic, and sometimes out of bounds. Unsportsmanlike. Mornings on 92.9 FM ESPN.
0: Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ford right here in Wynn, Arkansas. And folks, you've not heard a Ford dealer talk about discounts in a long while. But we've got great discounts on all of our Ford vehicles in stock today. And we've got as low as 0.9% interest on Ford Edge. That's $446 a month on a brand new SUV. And we've got 1.9% interest for 72 months on
3: F-150s. You've heard that right. We've not heard it in a long time. 1.9%. Check us out at redriverfordofwind.com. I've always gotten tons of UTIs. Cranberry products never worked for me. And I was desperate for a way to be proactive. I'm Jenna Ryan, CEO and founder of Ucora. We've worked with doctors to develop effective urinary tract health products. Just mix a packet of Eucora with water and drink it when you need support, like right after intimacy. Eucora is helping over 100,000 women stay healthy. Ready to join them? Get 30% off at Eucora.com/radio. That's E-U-C-O-R-A.com/radio.
7: get it done.
0: I lock up my Old Spice Fiji Aluminum Free Dry Spray to keep that 24-7 lasting freshness safe for myself. Fresh coconuts, palm trees in the wind, it's like catching waves in Fiji. Actually, I just talked myself into a refreshing spritz of Fiji. My Old Spice is
5: missing! No! I'll tell you what, when folks come to my house, you know what they drink on? That would be old Dominic Tennessee whiskey. And it is made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis. Distilled, barreled, aged, bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case since Prohibition. It is Memphis whiskey. It's unto its own. Maple, sugar, charcoal distilling. It's good every single time to drink on ice you can have it neat you can mix your favorite cocktail with it but everyone in my house when they join me they love it and on top of all that go to olddominic.com to check out all of their other products whether it's gin vodka or that tennessee whiskey but don't stop there head on downtown to that state of the art distillery and you can get a cocktail you can check out a tour and tasting and just to have a good old time. Elevated yet relaxed atmosphere. Sits at 305 South Front Street, Old Dominic Distillery. Come say hi.
6: Are you ready to make 2024 your fittest year yet? It's not just about your physical health. It's about financial fitness, too. Ditch the debt and conquer your goals with Leaders Credit Union. Leaders is here to empower your healthy habits through smart budgeting tools, debt consolidation loans, and high-yield savings accounts. Let's move forward and reveal your healthiest self in 2024. Download our free budgeting toolkit today at leaderscu.com slash year. Federally
5: insured by NCUA. I'm John Morgan of Morgan & Morgan. I'm often asked, how'd you become the largest injury firm in the world? The answer is simple. We cared a lot. Over 30% of our new clients are referred by former clients. That says it all. Our clients have lawyers, case managers, and legal assistants always in the office. Every client has their attorney's cell phone number. Our results and client satisfaction. That's how we became the largest injury firm in the world. Injured? Visit ForThePeople.com for an office near you. Let's make this the new year to drive your new Kia home from Gossett
3: Kia on the Pike. Bobby J's waiting to put you in a new Kia today. So come hit the road with 41 MPG Highway in 2024 Kia Forte LXS, 239 a month, twenty seven ninety nine dollars 99 signing. Or get seven passenger seating in a 2023 Kia Sorento LX. We gossett at $319 a month, $34.99 to its signing. And if you want your new ride to be a 2023 Kia Tell Your Ride LX. We gossip at $449 a month, $34.99 to its signing. All 36 month lease plus Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So get to gossip Kia today. 1900 Covington Bike online, KiaCovingtonBike.com. If you want it, we gossip
4: motor gossipmonocars.
3: All 650 acquisition 4 Forte, RE-722-812, msrp 21590. 590 Sorrento pg 242710, MSRP-33010. Tell rg forty six twenty eight twenty two MSRP-38705. Concludes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license, see dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 131-2024 with approved credit dealer stock only.
4: It's game time. Memphis's biggest sports personality. Not close. He's big. It's Gabe Kuhn. Weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 p.m. on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station.
3: Let's make this the new year to drive your new kids. Kia home from Gosset Kia on the Pike. Bobby J's waiting to put you in a new Kia today. So come hit the road with 41 MPG Highway in 2024 Kia Forte LXS, 239 a month, $27.99 its signing. Or get seven passenger seating in a 2023 Kia Sorento LX. We gossip at $319 a month, $34.99 its signing. And if you want your new ride to be a 2024 Kia Telluride LX, we gossip at $449 a month, $34.99 to its signing. Signing all 36 month lease plus Kia's 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. So get to gossip Kia today, 1900 Covington Bike online, KiaCovingtonBike.com. If you want to be gossiped,
4: gossip.
3: All 650 acquisition fee, Forte, RE722812, MSRP21590, Sorrento PG242710, MSRP33010, Telluride, RG462822, MSRP38705. Concludes all rebates and incentives, must finance through Hyundai, excludes tax title and license, see dealer for complete details. Offer valid through 131-2024 with approved credit dealer stock only.
4: The NFL playoffs live on Odyssey.
3: Westwood One brings you all the action from the divisional round. Streaming live on the free Odyssey app. And off McCaffrey runs the powers into the end zone. Touchdown 49ers. Each team is one step closer to the big game. Lamar Jackson throws it up for grabs and likely outjumps the defense to bring it down. Listen to every game live from Westwood One. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today.
2: A-U-D-A-C-Y.
1: Prescriptions require an online consultation with a health provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan.
2: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. Add up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, h-i-m-s dot slash j-o-y.
4: Gianotto and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the new. Next Generation 10G going. Network. Only from Xfinity. The Gianotto and this, Jeffrey they Show they on 92.9 9 FM ESPN.
6: Program is brought to you by Birdies, located at 493 South Main Street, Suite 101. Birdies is a new indoor golf simulator concept located in the historic South Main District of downtown. They have three golf simulators, a virtual putting course, as well as a full service bar and a great menu. And if you're anything like me and you really want to work on your golf game at this point in the calendar, you really don't want to go get outside. Birdie's is the perfect spot for you. It's a great spot for the indoor simulators. Oftentimes when you go and you hit on simulators, you'll feel claustrophobic, but not at Birdie's. High ceilings, lots of room. You make a full swing and really take advantage. You can also watch your favorite game while you're playing one of 600 golf courses worldwide. Check out their website, golf at birdies.com, golf at to book a hitting bay today. You can also follow them on Instagram at birdies901. That sound and song means, of course, we welcome to the program Eric Hasseltine. Memphis Grizzlies taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight, 8.30 for pregame, 9 o'clock for the broadcast on TNT. Eric, I got to assume it's colder
8: there, right? It's colder here. I mean, yesterday in Memphis, I know on my car in the evening, maybe it was the night before, it said 5, but it's zero here. Uh, dude, the best – this is a, my favorite – one of my favorite stories now of my career happened this morning. So we have a favorite breakfast spot. It's not a far walk from our hotel. where We used to stay closer. We're not that farther away now. But it's just too cold to walk. So we Uber. And it's me and Brav and, and Fish. And we go to the same spot. They, they, You know, we love it. And so we get in the car. Brav and I get in the back. First of all, the guy's got a microphone in the back. A full-on microphone. I don't know. I didn't read it. I didn't read it. It's an Uber. I didn't know. I didn't think it was karaoke. I think it said (laughs) something about if you have a comment, ask a question. Uh, And I'm just like, okay, no, I'm not getting on that. But we get in, and all of a sudden I hear Brevin go, hey, my guy, you know, we're not really from around here. And I'm like, where's Brevin going with this? And he goes, "I I I know you're probably used to it. I'm like, what is going on? He goes, could you roll the windows up? And I, my been cracked, and the guy's like, "Oh, this is great spring day." And I'm like, "You are insane! It is zero, my man, zero. And Brevin's like, "Yeah, a little cold. You can roll them back down when we get out." And I'm just like, "This dude is driving around in zero with his windows down, all of them. Like I rolled mine up. It was cracked. I was in the backside uh, of the passenger." side and brevin is just like yeah no man i ain't doing that So I'm just, we're just laughing and the people are walking around here like it's no big deal i'm like yeah it's a big deal it, it, when there's no numbers in your temperature it's a big deal it's a zero and so like this is a spot where because don't they have like the covered walkways like downtown yes but we can't have even not use those? we have not been at this hotel long enough to understand the walkways Got it. get you anywhere in the city from our old hotel which is right by Target Center. i get you anywhere downtown you wanted to go. Steakhouse, Asian food, seafood, Chipotle, sandwich place, whatever, right? Any place. Back there. So um, I don't know how to get to the hotel. I just tried to do it, and then I realized we had this. So I said, no, nah, I'm just going to have to brave the weather to walk back the way I know. So, uh, but, yeah, man, I, I'll i be honest with you. As much as we joke when we get here and go, like, seriously, what settlers got here? And, and we're here in the winter, and said, "Yeah, this is a great place to make camp." <laughs> I it's, mean, it's it's just frigid, right? But it's a massive city, and the people here are fantastic. There's a lot of great restaurants, and I have been up here for a Twins game. I got stuck overnight on a flight back from the Bay Area in Minneapolis, and I just said, "I'll make the book of it. they're giving me the a hotel. I'll go and I'll go to a Twins game." And it dude, it was so much fun. Like downtown around Target Field and Target Center. Uh, for twins games is, is great. Now when we came and played in the playoffs it was still pretty cold for a twins game, but those playoff atmospheres were great. They're they're diehard sports fans down here and you know they're they're really respectful. Like everybody sees us wearing our gear like, hey good luck tonight, but like not really, you know, kind of that guy. Yeah. But um, you know, look, they're really good. They got a chance to go really far. Everybody's really excited about this team and it's gonna be a good challenge tonight for the young Grizz to come out and, you know, test what they're test themselves against one of the league's best right now.
6: I got to figure, whoever whoever first decided to settle it, like, be, beyond the Native Americans, but, like, when they decided, right. when, 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 right. when colonialists decided to settle it, I have to assume
8: they showed up in June,
6: right? In the spring, right? That's what yeah. I said
8: last night. I'm like, there's a 0% chance they made that decision in January. And at that no point, way. like,
6: they, you know, they probably did the, mo- you know, moving sucks. Like, eh,
8: I guess we're just here for well, a while. I'm, what I'm assuming is they were coming from a place that was cold. And they're like, well, look, we don't want to be out in this weather, so because we could get stuck, so let's wait till it thaws out and see. Maybe if we saw, find somewhere that's warmer per cap, like per day in the spring, than it is here, it'll be warmer in the winter. Not so much because the temperature fluctuations here. I mean, you can be here in the summer and it's that hot, humid, um, you know, it, that, that that Midwest stuff. Yeah. But that's that's the reason why I also I've also been told by friends of mine that live here, like during the winter or the summer weekends. Like Thursdays are really, you know, people are still downtown, but like Saturday nights downtown are not that busy because everybody's at the lake for the weekend. They leave on Saturday morning, they leave Friday afternoon after work, and there's so many lakes. And then, you know, I'll see pictures of my friends; they're all they, they just all boat. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of massive humans here because during the during the winter, all they do is go to the gym. And two, like with the Vikings settling here, there's a lot of tall women. There's a lot of tall men here. Yeah. I feel like a midget sometimes here. And no. I am a midget, but really, like, feel it.
6: No, I, I was just thinking, like, anthropologically, like, I mean, the people that settled there, they're all from Scandinavia, right? They're all, they're yeah, all Vikings. Yeah, so this, was like, probably, yeah, this is this is nothing, yeah.
8: This was no this this different. Normal. Right. Yeah. All right. Now, so maybe but, that's the reason, but I couldn't see somebody, you know, coming from Florida and going, yeah, this seems like a great spot.
6: Yeah, no, I
8: mean, I, I guy this week. What Did, did y'all leave yesterday?
6: Yes. I mean, I just found myself, like, Monday, whatever, it's nice. You get to see snow. Like, we did the picture of my daughter's first, like, day out in the snow. It's awesome. But by Tuesday, man, I was like, I am so over this. Like, you yeah. know, like I'm just not built. And I'm the guy, though, like, I understand, like, if I have friends from college and they, you know, I'm sure your first summer dealing with humidity, you're like, this sucks. I can deal with that
8: all day. It's just, you, you get me this cold, I'm just miserable. I'm like you. I don't, the desert heat doesn't bother me. Like, I played golf in 112. Yeah. And I played, just, I played yeah, golf in August at uh, Palm Springs. Yeah, yeah, that's 115 yeah. easy. And that, there's a place like that, um, inner Bay Area, towards like in between San Francisco, Sacramento, um, called Rancho Marietta. That's a big golf yeah. community. My dad's had friends there, and we we took a picture. And that was back in the day when it wasn't exactly dry fit. Clothes. Yeah, no, it's, all, it's all that cotton knit, the good, yep. Yep. oh yeah. That half turtleneck one, mm-hmm. and I had a Grizzlies one and it. It was nice, but it was light blue when I started, and it was almost royal blue when I finished with sweat. Now, that was a hot day, but I was okay. I And everybody's like, oh, you can always add layers when you're cold. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, there's not... There's not enough clothing on the planet. I would be worse than Randy from Christmas Story if I lived here. I wouldn't be able to move my arms. I would just I just wouldn't. I, it's, I don't like being cold unless I'm skiing, and then I can get hand warmers. And other than that, I've been skiing forever, so I wouldn't even remember it now. But, uh, you know, look, it's part of it. It's, it's one of the things that I love about the job is getting to see other cities. And, and yes, we left. Um, I got to give a shout-out. I know they're a, a station sponsor, uh, Shoot360, opening yep. their doors, giving kids a place to go play some basketball while everything's closed. The guys at uh, my other spot, which aren't a sponsor, but I'll give them a little chance at, at DBat in uh, Cordova for baseball players, they opened up a little bit too. So it's good to see there's some options. So people, not everybody's going stir crazy, but dude, on uh, uh, where the house I just bought, the, the road out there, I, I thought my, my car was on skates at times. And I just, thankfully, I've driven in it enough to know how to handle it, but I'm glad the people that don't feel comfortable are, are not driving because I saw a lot of cars just covered in snow.
6: Yeah, today was even like because the, the yeah. first three days, I didn't really have a problem getting to work. Now, granted, I've got a straight right. shot from my house to work. You know, I just go basically yeah. straight down Mindenhall. Yeah. Today, though, today was was bad. Like, yeah, everyone it was melted. It. Yeah.
8: It melted, and then a little water came in, and then it froze, froze back again. Up. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. it was that slick,
6: you know, like the sun, the
8: sun would like, like bounce off. It was just, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's. You realize, and people don't, you know, everybody's like, oh, how dangerous is it? Look, look, man, we were walking to the plane, And i slip and break something because it was, dangerous. I would find the spot and then step on the spot that clearly hadn't been frozen over from something and still almost slipped. So it, it's dangerous. Just people be careful. I'm glad it's going to come through and be gone. Uh, You know, after the weekend, and we'll see it all melt off, and we'll get the benefits of all that. Got to go through those three, four days. And I think, what was it, three years ago, it was like this. 21, yes, yeah. Yeah. It took a good week to recover. Yeah, it was right around Valentine's Day. I remember it really well because we played a game, and they did a crowd shot or a before shot of the, you know, the entrance right there across from the hotel and and right there near Beale Street at, like, 5 o'clock. And at seven o'clock when we started the game, the whole thing was blanketed white, and it was blizzarding like conditions, and so we all kind of went okay that's that's the real deal and you know i'll I'll give our team I always like to give them props when they do anything, but especially the right thing they all they offered all of us that had to be there, no matter what for the m l k day game you know a place to stay so we could be safe and you know that gives everybody peace of mind it makes you feel like okay they they genuinely care about our well being and that that helps so hopefully uh Hopefully everybody's staying safe, and, and we're all uh, we're all going to get through this quickly.
6: All right. Speaking of other unusual elements in a non-playoff game, have you ever had a game start at nine locally?
8: Uh, yes, we've had them start at nine in Memphis. I know, like we've had like TV. the eight
6: thirty TNT. I just don't remember nine. Like it's thirty minutes, whatever. But I was like, that's kind of was
8: jarring to look. No, at. I, I think we had another. I, I think we had one that was nine once. I do think we've done it before. But yes, nine o'clock is is. Late people here in Minneapolis are like, why is the game so late? And I was like, you know, you got to get that, that coveted, um, you know, Toronto, Chicago game in. Yeah. So, we'll, you know, look, we'll see. It's, it's a late start. I feel for our TV guys, cause they're not doing the game yeah. they sit around all day. They literally are sitting around all day. Like I'm, I'm kind of getting ready to, cause we will leave tomorrow cause of the late tip. And so I'm kind of getting my stuff packed up. I'm touching up my notes. Like I would be going bananas if I were Pete or Brevin or Rob. I'm sure Rob's just sleeping because he's a he's a day nap guy. So, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's a late tip. You hope that doesn't affect the legs. It, it gives. And the thing that kind of stinks about it for us, there, the the advantage you had was it was the second night of a back to back for Minnesota, and they played their guys deep into that game. We watched yeah. it a little bit here. But now they get a couple extra hours to recover. And it may not sound like much, but it is. It's an extra, it's an extra hour of, you know, getting something on – treatment on your body. It's an extra hour of being off your feet. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. But, look, this is a really good basketball team you're going to play Whether It's the second night of a back-to-back. They haven't played in two weeks. They're, they've clicked. They've got it going. Uh, with Rudy Gobert buying into his role seemingly for the first time in his career – and a steady hand at point like Mike Conley and a veteran there as well who's never played in obviously NBA finals games but has played in big games bigger games than any guys on his team who played other than maybe Gobert and he's a guy that I think Gobert trusts and that matters with Gobert trusting him a little bit he's able to kind of tell him, "Hey, we I need you here. I need you to do this. I'm going to feed cat, I'm going to feed um, you know, ant and then you you'll get yours but these are the guys that are going to carry us, and I'm going to get my shots, and you're going to get yours, and we, if we play together, we're going to rock this out. So good thing. You know, good thing for them, a tough matchup for the Grizz, but, you know, that's the thing. Now we've seen Gigi Jackson go against – man, the, the Warriors have a couple good defenders out there. Clay Thompson's still a solid defender. He's not what he once was, and Draymond was just his first game back. But now Gigi gets the test of a really good defensive team. How does he play there? how do the ball handlers go there. So, you know, it's uh it's it's a team that's beat up, but one thing we know they're going to give everything they got. Is that
6: the thing to watch with Gigi as more and more film gets out there on him and and there's more scouting,
8: more scouting yeah. on him? Is that is that the thing to watch now? Oh, 100%. I mean, that's what I I told Tim Roy, you know, who's the is the long yeah. voice of the Warriors. I said, you know, look, the, the last two games I can't imagine your staff or the Knicks staff had any film on him whatsoever. And that's okay. Like I, he, it's still, you got to make the shot. Yeah, absolutely. Film, film does We got all kinds of film on certain guys in this league and it doesn't make a difference. They're going to score. And what I like about it is he's not all his threes are just these wide open. Hey, the defense broke down. Looks they are. Hey, he, he found a spot and found where he could get his shot. And what's the most to me, not just the percentage, his release is gotten quicker. Like he gets rid of the ball faster than he was when it started. And that's expected. You're expected to develop, but that tells me he's been working hard on specific things to take his game to another level. And that's what you have to have. He's got every bit the look of a legit rotation NBA player, just on the optics, just without even seeing him play. He's six, nine, He's 210 pounds, he's lean, he's long-armed, He's he's got, you know, even the way, this sounds so silly to me, but it's true, the way he walks. he You can see athleticism. He moves fluidly. And then, you know, this is a guy who should be playing at North Carolina, I heard you guys talking yesterday, would 100% be projected as a first-round pick, goes to South Carolina really young, and admittedly, had some growing up to do, made some mistakes, yet still led their team in scoring. And where they thought, okay, we're going to get in the first round and get our clock started earlier, he slides to the second.
7: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.